Hello and welcome to today's episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Prohoff and in today's episode I want to talk to you about moms and burnout. Now this is an area that I can relate with 100% because this is one area that I have suffered with through many times throughout my life and unless we learn to identify what this looks like and if we are currently struggling in it and what to do about it, we're going to keep making the issues worse and more and more moms are getting more and more overwhelmed and having breakdowns and being unfulfilled and unhappy. So just just to start out, if you are a mother, you're a caregiver and not just a caregiver sometimes. It's not a job that you check in and out or clock in and out of. You're constantly on call and that would create that chronic caregiver mode, which sometimes builds up the cynicism of what does it even matter? Uh, maybe they're not listening to you or you know they're being stubborn or they're acting out. And then you think, well, why should I give so much because I'm not getting uh, through to them at certain times or I'm exhausted. I have no meaning to my life besides being a mom, which means a lot to us. But in every other area of our lives, we feel unfulfilled. We feel like I'm losing a sense of my identity. And is this all that there is? And that brings up feelings of shame and guilt that we're not as grateful at having the family that we have as we should be and what other people uh, are doing or that we see other people showing up and we think that we're lacking in these areas and we're failing in many areas. But chronic stress over time without end creates burnout and it creates a lot of problems. So if you are wondering, maybe I am on the verge or maybe this is my problem right now. I need you to really pay some attention. Take some notes today. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions. And in this checklist, I just want you to either write down yes or no, or even jot down the issues that you're currently experiencing the worst. So just to begin, we want to figure out why are you so overwhelmed? So for me, I was asking myself, okay, why am I so overwhelmed? What is not working in my life? And what do I have to do about it? But in order to make a change in order from go going to the point where we want to get to and not being overwhelmed, being fulfilled as a mom, because it is possible. It's just not the norm these days, because most of us are going into this without being open and honest about what we're dealing with. So we suffer alone and we suffer in silence. And then we create a a bigger problem that only gets worse and trickles down into our kids' lives, into our marriages, into our happiness, um, makes us feel more and more lonely. So I want you to grab a pen and a paper and just jot down either yes or no, or write down the areas that you are currently struggling in. So here are some signs. And again, these will change throughout the course of life for all of us. We're going to experience these at one time or another, but it's when we have more of these uh, and they're chronic, they're not going away and it's not getting any better because our life is still busy. You know, the kids are still there. We want them to be, and we're still responsible for them. And we're still busy with our life and our work and our partners and everything else that goes into that. But primarily we think we can balance it all and we cannot balance it all. We just have to keep ourselves centered so that we could keep things in line and not burn ourselves out. All right. Perfectionism is a myth and it's something that too many of us are trying to achieve and it is impossible and it just leads us down a dead end road. So here are the signs. And uh, if you have more than five, uh, it's time to pay attention. All right. So having a lack of energy is a big sign. Uh, When you find yourself reaching for junk food too often, 
having trouble falling asleep, beating yourself up about parenting decisions, wondering if you're looking forward to that glass of wine you enjoy too often or too much. Maybe you're getting sick a lot. Your immune immune system is low. Taking pain medications a little too often. Having little to no interest in sex, no sex drive. Dodging your friend's phone calls and thinking in your mind, well, texting is so much faster and easier. And as it is, I understand this, but I also know that it's easier to hide behind a text with a fun little emoji and act like we're okay. They don't get to hear the sound in our voice or the stress in our voice. So dodging those friends' phone calls is a sign. Being irritable more often than you're actually relaxed and happy. Maybe yelling and snapping at either the kids a lot, your husband, your partner a lot, Um, just being on edge, really talking in a more uh, tight tone, you know, not having that nice flow to your voice, being very uh, edgy. Can't remember the last time you took care of yourself. Now, here's a big one, right? When do we ever do this? You're finding that you're forgetting things a lot more. Where'd you put your keys? What was I just doing? Uh, What did I want to get done? What was happening yesterday? All of these things, it's just a sign that you're doing too much and you're getting burnt out. Maybe crying in secret, you know, crying in the shower, crying in the closet, going somewhere so that you can cry alone so nobody has to see you or can see you. Feeling, Feeling physically tired, just where your body is completely ragged and you just cannot wait to go to sleep. Maybe telling people a lot that you're tired. If they ask how you are, it's it's your go-to, I'm tired. Uh, That's a sign. Feeling lonely. And even in our busy lives, you know, maybe you do have a lot of things on your to-do list and maybe you do go out with friends or events or parties or whatever it is that you're um, surrounding yourself with. But truly, are you really not lonely because for many of us we feel lonely inside of ourselves and we feel not not just lonely in terms of being around people but being understood um, being able to be uh, completely transparent with people in our lives and I find that many many of us getting to the burnout stage we don't even turn to our husbands partners as often because we feel that they don't get it they don't hold as much of the responsibility and the roles that we do as moms in our lives and this becomes one of those areas that we we, we tend to push them away having no confidence on ourselves having that weight starting to creep up because we're really not taking care of ourselves so your clothes aren't fitting anymore and you really don't like to look at yourself uh, naked it in the mirror because it's uncomfortable. You really don't even like to look at yourself in the mirror. You notice the lines in your face. You notice how negative you talk about yourself, your appearance. You're starting to see yourself age. Maybe you relate with looking like your mom and that scares you a little bit. All of these areas are signs that you're getting burnt out or you're already in the burnout mode. Now, this is something that, again, it's a chronic stress. There is no end in sight. When you look further forward, depending on the age of your kids, there's no end in sight. And even at that point, when they do get older, say they go to middle school and you don't need to be uh, caring for them as much anymore, then you're going through different stages of feeling a little isolated from them and alone. And then who am I really? And what is 
What am I supposed to be doing now? And we feel lost. And it's this constant shifting that happens because they go from newborns that need us a lot to toddlers that don't really need us as much. You know, they need our care, but they don't need us to hold them all the time and care for them every second of the day. They're more creative or they're more, uh, they're exploring and they're learning and and they're uh, taking their own steps forward and life just continues to gradually move that direction where they're they're getting more independent from you so then you're shifting and changing and trying to identify your stage and your role in that and that creates a lot of inconsistency unknowns feeling isolated feeling alone feeling skeptical not knowing well what is my future going to hold and what does it all mean at the end of it all and at the at the hopeless uh point of it all uh, the the point we get to is feeling hopeless, hopeless about uh, where we are, what we're experiencing, and then what's to come. What do we do about all of this? And then the, the biggest issue I know in the, this day and age is that perfectionist syndrome as a mom, you know, especially if you're looking at social media, which is a huge problem these days, because we're always on our phones, you know, we're always checking our social media, whether it be Pinterest or Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. And you're looking at other people. And the problem with that is you see these other people's highlights. They're only showing you this the best of the best of what they want to put out there. I mean, think about the things that you feel comfortable putting out there. Most of us, we hide the ugly stuff. We, we really don't want to share the stresses, the crying, the, the problems we have, the lack of, you know, and the, the, the worries that we have. We don't show all of this because that's not what we want people to think about us. You know, we want people to accept us and like us and, uh, you know, actually look at us and on and, and, and just, be that person that stands out. So when we look at other people's shares and photos and uh, whatever they're putting up in their vacation reels or uh, pictures of themselves and their family at the, you know, their best, uh, doing their best or being their happiest, we compare ourselves to their highlights. And that's looking at our entire life, which would encompass your husband, your kids, your finances, your body, the vacations that you take, the house that you live in, the car that you drive, you know, the food that you eat, everything around your life, you're comparing it to that one highlight reel. But it creates a problem and then it increases your depression, it increases your anxiety, and not understanding that you're, you're comparing a highlight to your entire life. And then it, it moves us towards choices that we make. You know, we're, we're looking at our lack. We're looking at what we're not happy with. And so we create, we create movement towards these areas and feeling less than and really just kind of hiding from the world. And we don't know what those people are doing. We don't know what they're sacrificing in order to have what they're sharing. And we don't even know what the truth is of what they're sharing. Right, so having a social circle, I want you to ask yourself if you are dealing with these, the number one thing to have first is understanding that you're not alone, that you can actually relate with other people and actually touch base. So, having a social circle, whether that is online or whether that is in person in your community, your neighbors, your friends, people that you meet up with, having an environment around you that you can be lifted up with and go to for hints and tips and help and support, you know, that's that's a really a big part is just not feel alone. Alone, feel like you connect with somebody, having a tribe 
It's much like how uh, when I've created the Superstar Elite program, it was about having that tribe, the connections, not just a program to be able to better your life and your health and your fitness, but it's really about having a, a, a system, a support system, and then a system that keeps you on track. So having your own environment is really important. So if you don't already have one, look to how can you create one, whether that's online, in your in your um personal life, uh, in your surroundings, figuring that out. And, and then knowing that technology actually, uh, spills into every part of our life. And we believe that we're connected when we're checking our phones and looking at people's, uh, status updates or, you know, checking out different pictures or even just texting, you know, we're all stuck to our phones, but not, not really having these deep connections, right? So how about maybe making time to check your, uh, your, your phone with your emails and your social media and your texts, setting different times throughout the day, specifically check-in time so that you're not sitting there inundated with it at every moment. You know, you're trying to drive to the kids to school and, and you stop at a signal and you check your phone, you know, instead of doing that, having actually a specific time, you know, maybe nine o'clock in the morning and then again at noon and then again at four o'clock. And then if you want to do it again after dinner, great, but you having the specific check-ins. So you give yourself the, the opportunity to check it, but it's not going to consume Consume you, so you actually have time to do other things. Because the problem with burnout is we don't we don't plan our time efficiently. We're just kind of taking, letting the day throw uh, all the challenges at us, and we're just putting out fires throughout the day. You know, think about when you wake up in the morning. Do you have a set plan for your morning routine, or you just stumbling out of bed and just running into the day, kind of half asleep, half awake, and then you know dealing with the kids if they're having uh, issues or tantrums, you're having to put up with that, having to put up with any kind of uh, challenges for that day, and and having to find a way around that, whether that be you know, getting someone to pick up the kids. If you have an appointment or if you have work or whatever the the issue might be, you're just moving through the day with constant stress. So having a specific plan helps as well. You know, writing out the daily plan, your priorities, and then understanding that sometimes it's not going to go as planned and that's okay. Because if you start with a plan, then you can always just go to your backup plan. It's not just going to be this crazed day where you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen and what's to come. All right. And Another thing is not compromising on your sleep anymore. I know that we're starting to push back our sleep. Many of us are sleeping four to six hours at the most, you know, and that's the most, and we're not even getting quality sleep. Maybe we're looking at our phone too often before we're going to sleep. So it's that blue light that keeps us awake. It makes our brain think that it's daytime. And so we're not calming our brain and and actually getting into that deep sleep soon enough. And then when we wake up in the morning, the instant we wake up, it's quickly check the phone, right? So again, it's just that stress syndrome. So having, again, those check-in times for your uh, your phone um, and then setting time for your day. What are your priorities for that day? And then not compromising on your sleep, getting yourself to move up to eight hours of quality sleep. And that's something that I'm working on. It's, this is something that we were cutting into our sleep, which over time just continues to overwhelm us. And, uh, we're exhausted a lot of the time. Uh, and then honestly having more connections with people, with your kids, with your husband, your spouse, other parents, other moms, people that, you know, that you are, you feel comfortable with, you have things in common with that understand us. And this is a, an area that helps us eliminate that feeling of being alone, you know, because alone and depressed are two of the biggest signs of feeling burnt out and in this mommy syndrome. And, you know, whether you're a stay at home mom or working mom, it doesn't matter. It is busy either way because you're busy with other things. You know, if you're a working mom, well, you're busy trying to balance work and in your family life. If you're a stay at home mom, well, obviously you've, you've got tons of things you're, 
you're you're responsible for with the home and you're not you know outsourcing and and your kids aren't in daycare and you don't have help uh because you're taking on that role so there's a lot that's in there and then there's a lot of guilt in both of those uh arenas you know being a working mom they say oh i'm not home enough with my kids or i'm not spending enough quality time with my kids and as a stay stay at home mom they feel guilt that well maybe i'm not you know progressing as i need to and i'm not showing my kids that you know work is important we should take care of this so just want you to drop all the guilt, all the feelings of I should, realizing that the choices you have in life are up to you. If you want to make a change, you can make a change, but stop feeling ashamed and where you're at. Start understanding that this is your priority. These are the choices that you've made in your life. And if you feel good with them, then be just be confident with that and be secure in the fact that you are making progress every day and understanding that if you are feeling unfulfilled or alone, it's time to take action because as a mom, you know, your kids feel that it, it starts to trickle in into all of your relationships with them, with your husband, your spouse, whatever that is in your whole life, you must continue to reassess where you're at, what you're stuck with and stopped being ashamed of yourself, where you are in your life, and just understanding all it takes is some reflection on what's not working and the choices and the commitment to change that so that you can be a happier mom with less stress. You know, it's not going to have it happen overnight, but we must take action now because otherwise it's leading to more depression, more overeating, more unhappiness, more anxiety, loneliness, lack of fulfillment, exhausted, overwhelmed, lonely, turning to drinking and pills. There's just so much problems and it's happening to their children at a younger age that they are becoming more depressed, more lonely, more anxious, more exhausted, more overwhelmed. So it starts with us. If we're feeling this, it really is time to take action immediately. Stop allowing this to be a problem. Stop putting it off because you're too busy. Actually, that is the problem. So taking action now, creating a plan, creating a system so that you can then impact your family, your husband's life, your children's life, your work life, your home life, everything so that you you are centered. Nothing's ever going to be in balance, but you must be centered in order to give more. I hope this was valuable and I hope that you took some notes and that you make some changes today. Again, this is Kathy Prohoff and I look forward to speaking with you again in the next episode.